Hey there, Margie Bryce here bringing you the Krabby Pastor Podcast. And I don't think you're going to be too surprised to know that it's too easy today to become the Krabby Pastor. Our time together will give you food for thought to help you be the ministry leader fully surrendered to God's purposes and living into whatever it takes to get you there and keep you there. So we're talking about sustainability in ministry. So yeah, I, you know, self-care, I don't talk that much about that dastardly, necessary evil called exercise. And, you know, it's not because I have an aversion to it. There's things that I like, there's things that I don't like. I'm not fond that I have to do it. But I can see the value in having to do it. So I recently had to do a major shift with my exercise protocol. And I'll talk about that in a second. But I have to tell you that as you're going at a shift and a pivot, there's really some things that I have learned and I wanted to share that with you today. Let me start by saying what I have been doing. So I got really attached to bike riding. I was walking with a group of women and we were doing that Mm -hmm. several almost every day. But once COVID hit, nobody wanted to walk outside even six feet apart. So, okay, that sort of folded, you know, like 2020. And I decided I needed to be doing something. So I got on my bike. And what happened was I got really rabid about bike riding. And I was working my way up you know, a couple months in, I was working how fast I was going. I am the local statistician in all realms. You know, when I walked with the gals, I would tell them, well, it's this many degrees outside, the wind speed is that, so it's going to feel like this. And, and then here's how fast we went, here's the miles, here's whatever. So I was doing that with my bike riding and doing it and doing it. And doing it on my own successfully, actually, Uh, you know, I would ride on weekends with my husband, but I was kind of cruising around 50 miles a week over, obviously, a few rides. So, okay, I'm doing that. That's good cardio stuff, right? That's not shabby, really. But then I came to the sad realization that I needed to be doing something called weight-bearing exercise, which, you know, I have to tell you, I've always tended more towards things like aerobics, fast-moving things, which, you know, flies in the face of slowing myself down, doesn't it? (laughs) You know, it kind of speaks to the type A-ness of me and even in my approach to exercise. And even though when you lift weights, you know, you do a set and then you get to rest and do nothing for a minute. For some reason, I just could not get that going with any kind of regularity like I sort of secretly behind the scenes knew I needed to. So coming to the conclusion that I needed to do some weight bearing 
exercises, I thought, well, this will really get me going if I hire somebody to work with me. And so that's what I did. And so that is what I am doing. And I have entered this whole other realm of exercise that has to do with strength and balance and being able to be flexible and to move. And I have to tell you, I'm not very good at this. I hate to admit this, but I'm really not very good at this at all, especially when you realize that these are moves and things that I used to be able to do that that I don't any longer. Now, maybe you are a 20-something and you can twist yourself up with little effort into the shape of a pretzel or something. <laughs> I am no longer that. And as you start to get older and older, and then one day you try to do some of the moves that you did, and you realize you can't do it anymore, you know, a level of, I don't know if it's panic sets in, but something sets in. So I'm in a campaign probably here for, you know, I probably should not have had such a big lapse in this kind of exercise. You know, I used to like to get on the elliptical. And I could go for a long time on that elliptical, especially if I was stressed out about something, you know, that, that was like my release. And, and then now when you think about it, the bike riding is sort of that same motion. And so the slow down and the think about strength and think about balance and think about how you're moving is really, it's a challenge and here are some things that I am learning as I head down this path. Now, these are learnings, I think, about myself. And maybe you'll resonate. Maybe you won't. You'll just say, man, she's, she's kind of a nut job here. But I'm going to offer these to you for your consideration and... The first one is that I have had a utilitarian approach to exercise. That means I, when I do that, I want to get something out of it. And that is not a bad thing, right? On some level, it's not a bad thing. So I have pre predominantly used exercise for weight control and, and or weight loss. Although for the record here, I will be the last person standing on the planet should a famine arise. Or if I was in the equestrian realm, they would call me if I was a horse an easy keeper because you just throw a little bit of hay in there and, you know, she stays nice and plump as opposed to those skinny horses that you have to put a mountain of hay in there and they still say skinny. So I would be an easy keeper. So I have used exercise as a way to control my weight, potentially lose some weight, but I want to get something out of it. You know, what's in it for me is always a big thing. Whereas this shift in my exercise approach and routine and what I'm doing and how I'm doing it is more about sewing good into my body. Tilling the soil, I think is what my spiritual director has kind of a term she's coined with me. Are you tilling the soil? 
not necessarily with exercise, but I'm using it here because it fits. So I am tilling the soil and seeking for what good I can sow into myself purely for that and that alone. So I've had that utilitarian approach, and I think I carry that in probably too many places, actually, where I'm asking, what am I going to get out of this, as opposed to how can I just sow some good into my heart and life. The other thing I have noticed is that I am, in many cases, a little too type A in my approach. I always think that being type A is going to win the prize, which is apparently not necessarily the case because I would get on my bike and I would go. Now, it's not like I was going 20 some miles an hour. I am, if you saw me, I'm not built for speed, but I would do a decent 11 mile an hour pace on a bike once I got warmed up, you know. I'm working hard and I'm working up a sweat and I'm doing that one thing and I am doing it over the top good and then I find out that the bike riding may not be exactly the right thing for me to be doing only. You know, if I mix some other things in, but I don't, I kind of get in my tunnel and I'm heading and I'm going and I'm focused and I'm going over the top and I'm blinded to a lot of things that are around me and other things that maybe would be good for me to sow into my heart and into my life. And, but I'm just stuck on that one thing in a type A fashion. So I'm learning, learning to slow down and to consider some variety. And that variety might not be such a bad thing. Because I'm always thinking, well, then you got to learn this, you got to learn that, you got to do this, you got to do which all of which is very true. You do. Um, And learner is one of the strengths I have in the strength finder. So that really shouldn't bother me, should it? But yet it does. Because sometimes it's just easy to just keep doing the same thing over and over and over. Just because I'm used to it, I'm comfortable with it. And I don't want to have to consider anything else. What does that sound like? You know, kind of like the epitome of we've always done it this way before. So I'm not sure how I got stuck in this pattern, but I've been in it and I would justify the heavy cardio workout. And again, I was kind of setting aside the free weights in any strength building. And certainly, if you're going to ride bike, your lower body gets a great workout. Now you also get really stiff hip muscles, I will say that. But your upper body gets next to nothing, really. And then once your body acclimates to that one thing, you don't burn as much fat, apparently. I've had this conversation with my trainer, and it gets used to it. So there, again, is another reason to go at your exercise protocol with variety is the spice of life, so that your body... I think they call it muscle confusion, which kind of cracks me up. It's sort of a funny 
term so that the muscle confusion helps your body to burn some fat in a more productive way. This last thing I want to share with you about learnings from exercise is something that I personally am very challenged by. So if I go into a class, let's say a Zumba or a cardio groove, I think they called it, or even I'm in a yoga thing for the first time, like an intro class to kind of get a clue. And you've already heard, I don't like going slow, but I'm having to learn this in the exercise realm anyway. And I think I need it in all of my life, actually. But whether I'm walking, no matter what class I'm walking into, you know, like there's other people there now, right? I used to get on my bike by myself and just go, okay? Now there's other people there. And so let me tell you where this type A person puts herself, because I put myself in the back of the classroom now, I'm always that student that usually sits in the front row because I don't want to miss whatever the teacher is dispensing. However, in this scenario, I am putting myself in the very, very back of the class because here is a very honest confession. I don't really like looking bad. This is my perfectionistic streak coming out for sure, for sure. I don't like it when I can't look like I know what I'm doing. I don't like being the worst one in the class, which I was this one day, especially when they were doing those things called planks. I I was just, it was abysmal. <laughs> it was abysmal. And I don't like looking abysmal. It It is really difficult for me to be the new person. I will say this though, the place where I am going and testing all these different kinds of things out from Pilates to the, to this core bar to the whatever, all these different new things that I'm trying to sew into my life because I need to, right? The people at this place have just been very gracious. This is, this is not... It's just a, a gym, a small gym, and they know my name there, and they want to make sure that I know what's what, where the mats are, all of this kind of thing. Like, they know my name, and do I need any help? Which, clearly, if you watch me in class, I need some help. So, I am now the person who has been the worst in the class, I am in the back of the class and I am just starting out and the people around me are being as helpful as they can and saying, I remember when I started out and I'm thinking, is it that obvious that I'm just starting out with this and I hate being in that spot. And you know what? Most of us do. Most of us don't look like looking bad. Most of us will not even bother learning something new for that very reason. They don't like looking bad. But we need to push through that. And I'm trying really hard to push through that for a good reason. 
I want to be strong. I want to have really good balance. I want to be able to keep on keeping on. You know, they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. And you think, oh, well, you know, cardiac wise, I'm probably just fine because of all the bike riding I've done. And, and I'm still walking three miles a couple days a week. And, you know, I'm still going to be able to walk. But then you find that your balance and some strength is a little out of balance because half of your muscles and they work in pairs half of your muscles are strong and the other half are not so much and so you are trying to get strong all over and now it is meaning that I have to go slower I have to do smaller movements I have to be very mindful and self-aware about how I'm moving so that these little exercises have big impact. This is a whole different way of doing exercise. So here is my challenge to you. My challenge to you is if, if you are on the couch and not even engaged and you're you've actually made it this far into this podcast and listen to me drone on about this I'm going to challenge you to get off the couch and do a little something five or ten minutes if you're not engaged at all five or ten minutes is five or ten minutes more than what you were doing before because we want to keep on keeping on and we want to sow good things into our bodies so that we can go the distance with everything that God has for us to do and to be about in this particularly quirky era of the church, capital C there. And so I want to urge you to get up. Now, maybe you are like me. Maybe you are, you know, Johnny One Note with, I am doing this one thing and that is all I am doing. You know, and for the record, I have, I own exercise bands. I have an indoor bicycle. I have free weights in my home. And a lot of those were like sitting idle. You know, they we should have had an alarm that they would call to me periodically and say, use me but I was fixated on that one thing. So maybe you are fixated on one thing and you know you need to do more to sow different kinds of good into your body and till the soil, so to speak, so that you can go the distance and be strong and be whole. So I'm gonna challenge you to take a class or do something different. Now, keep in mind, I had this conversation with some ladies today that were in my class, and I said, I hate looking bad. I hate being bad. I I am bad at some of these things. And they said, you know what? Nobody's paying attention to you. We're all just paying attention to our own selves. And I thought, okay, this is good to know. And I guess, you know, that's my pride talking there. I, I will readily own and admit So try something new and just know that you're sowing good into your body so that you can keep on keeping on and feel good about it. You know, just as a side note here, I took this class called MELT. I'm sure it stands for something. I don't know what. 
I have no idea. Maybe you know what this is, but it's a, a foam roller that you're laying on like on your back and it's almost like this thing gives you a bit of a massage in the right way. And you actually come out of there feeling like a million bucks. And so you might want to check that out. I've seen uh, melt roller workouts on YouTube. So you could check that out. There, there could be one thing. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you have to go find a group of people. I mean, if you have the space and you have the get up and go perseverance to do something and try something at home, you do avoid the looking bad in class things. And you're still meeting the requirement of try something new. I just know for me that if I'm with people, I push myself more and I push myself in a better way because I don't like looking bad if I can help it, which at the moment, I really can't help it. So, And it does trounce a bit with your pride, dare I say, <laughs> you know, um, in whether you look good or not. Anyway, so that's my challenge for that group. If you're just doing one thing, I'm going out and I'm walking every day. Leave me alone. Well, so I need. Well, you know what? You know, it's the same kind of thing. Cardio, your lower body is working out. Um, you could get some walking poles and at least your upper body would be going then. But try, try to add something new in the mix. Now, maybe you are somebody who has just lost motivation with the whole thing. Maybe you have been there, done that in the past, because I found myself in that boat as well. Because while they're doing Zumba and stuff, I'm, my body was going, oh, yeah, yeah, like 25 years ago, I used to do aerobics, and we did some of these steps. So my challenge to you would be to persevere and keep at it. Because, you know, guess what, if you're totally at the bottom, like where I am with some of this right now, there's only one direction left for you to go. And that is upwards, right? It's upwards. So try one thing new this week, so that you can sow good into your body so that you can till the soil so that you can keep on serving Jesus and feeling your best or the best that you can in your current state of being, but so that you can go the distance with God and offer God your best through the body that God has given to you. Because we need to be good stewards with that, right? Good stewards. And I'm reminding myself of this. So as I'm speaking here and sharing with all of us here, I am also speaking heavily to my own self. So get out there, be bad in class, and keep on keeping on. Hey, thanks for listening. It is my deep desire and passion to champion issues of sustainability in ministry and for your life. So I'm here to help. I stepped back from pastoral ministry and I feel called to help ministry leaders uh, create and cultivate sustainability in their lives so that they can go the distance with God and whatever plans that God has for you. I would love to help. I would consider it 
and honor. And in all things, make sure you connect to these sustainability practices, you know, so that you don't become the crabby pastor. <laughs>